Episode 169, A Mind Stretched by New Experiences Can't Go Back to Its Old Dimension. You're listening to the very best podcast in the world on health, wealth, and happiness. Please remember to leave a review and share with all your friends and family. And here is your host, Lars Hilsen. Are we there yet? <laughs> Welcome to uh, almost 170th, epi 170th episode of the very best podcast in the world. Your only source in the universe for personal supremacy through health, wealth, and happiness. Now, uh, as always, um, first things first. So we're going to go to housekeeping. Um, sharing is caring. Uh, and so if this episode in particular um, perhaps resonates with you particularly, uh, share it with someone that you hold dear, right? Uh, and uh, perhaps there are going to be episodes in here which may not resonate resonate entirely with you. Resonate. Uh, so uh, maybe, however, uh, someone that is dear to you uh, is in a situation in life where, you know, they could benefit from listening to this episode, um, share it with them, right? Go to the very best, <laughs> Jesus Christ, the very best podcast in the world, uh, dot com, uh, and, um, hit one of those, you know, social share thingamajiggers that are under every episode and under every page and pretty much fucking everywhere and, uh, l send it to them, uh, see how it resonates with them. And uh, that's how the show grows for no fucking particular altruistic reason. <laughs> so uh, today um, we're going to talk about a stretched mind. And no, I'm not talking about, you know, hammering yourself and uh, experiencing an uh, extra bodily uh, experience here. Um, but it's about experiences that you make and how that influences you, um, be it positively or negatively. Uh, I'm going to outline two examples. And most importantly, um, is there a way uh, that you can provoke such situations? Now, you're probably asking, why would I want to do that? <laughs> but uh, we'll get there. Uh, baby steps. Um, have we had the housekeeping done? Yeah, all done, all taken care of. So, um, I'm emming. <laughs> Got to get that away. Um, the reason I started this episode was an image that, uh, uh was populated on, uh, one of my go-to websites. Uh, 4chan, if you haven't heard of it, it is pretty much the <laughs> darkest underbelly of the internet. But there's a lot of fun trolling and a lot of very sarcastic uh, humor, um, which a lot of people don't understand. Uh, it's largely uncensored. And one of these days, many, many moons ago, uh, someone posted an internet of something very bizarre and said what, and had a uh, meme style writing on it said, uh, what has been interneted cannot be uninterneted. And, uh, <laughs> that came to my mind when I was 
planning this episode, contemplating what examples, you know, I should bring forth. Uh, but it resonated very well with, uh, with the title of the show of, of this episode, right? A mind stretched by new experiences can't go back to its old dimension. And nothing is more true than that, right? Um, so perhaps go back in your memory and see if uh, you can dig up, you know, such a grave experience upon which your life changed. You know, and immediately to my sense, uh, or to my mind, <laughs> not sense, but to my mind, uh, was my first feet on the ground in the Maldives. Um, if you haven't been there, uh, look it up on Google Images. It's a, uh, um, it's really a pristine holiday destination. And uh, I was there and worked um, uh, with a hotel group for... I think one and a half years. And um, I landed, got out of the plane, and was just blown away by the climate, was just blown away by this actually turquoise water, you know, even in the harbor on the airport island, right? So you have to imagine that <laughs> the island, uh, the, the airport is a fucking island, right? So the runway ends and then there's water. So, you know, there's no room for air there. Anyhow, uh, the landing was, you know, by itself, you know, you had this onboard camera, you were looking down, you know, at this, uh, at these pristine beaches of the resorts that you were flying over while approaching the airport. Uh, you know, then you get out, um, totally different culture, you know, wasn't like your Western style interrogation officers, uh, you know, kind of, um, expecting you and r rummaging through your passport and you know, wh why, why, why have you been here? And, you know, that kind of interview question, you don't get that there. You know, it's these laid back kind of people. They look official to a degree, but different. <laughs> and so anyhow, um, got my suitcase, got out, it was warm. And, uh, just the first thing that I did was take a photo of this turquoise water, because if you see advertisements, you're like, this has got to be fucking photoshopped. There is nothing as beautiful as this turquoise color in combination with this uh, pleasantly humid uh, climate, uh, you know, warm temperature, sun is shining, that kind of ordeal, right? I may have to mention to give you the fuller picture. Uh, I came from London. So uh, my flight from London to Germany was delayed. My plan was to you know, come home, uh, grab my suitcase, get back in the car, drive to the airport and take off. Right. Uh, that plan was foiled thanks to sleazy jet <laughs> because they were fucking late out of, I think it was Gatwick that I flew from anyhow. Um, so, you know, I went from this London weather, uh, this must've been October, um, you know, from London weather to not very much better German weather to, uh, this pristine picture that caught my eye with, you know, all of the colors of the buildings and the palm trees and, you know, that kind of idea, just a very, very, very memorable experience. So I had been consulting for a few years um, before that, right? So, but my main contracts were, you know, in conventional destinations, you know, like, uh, I don't know, Paris, like uh, London, like Berlin, like, 
you know, all of these, uh, New York, um, you know, Los Angeles and whatever, nothing really that stood out, <laughs> you know, I'm traveling from, from, um, London, uh, Heathrow or Gatwick or whatever airport to, uh, Hamburg, Germany, which was my, my kind of like home airport, uh, there was no real difference, right? But getting here, this was like an experience which I will never forget and which will forever be uh, engraved in my, in my memory. So that being said, what's the point I'm trying to make here, right? It's um, when you look at the stats, you know, you look at the crime stats, you look at the vaccinations that you, you know, hot topic, uh, at the moment, the vaccinations, which are, uh, you know, not mandatory, but highly recommended. And, you know, I just fucked all of that shit because after that contract, I was supposed to go back to Europe and then back to, uh, um, to India and whatnot. So I would have pumped all of this shit into my body. And so I just risked it, you know, and anyhow, I just kind of faded that out. You know, of reality. And things did, you know, start to get sketchy on one occasion or the other, you know, but the overall experience was just so fucking great and really changed my mind and opened my eyes towards, you know, this different, very, very different, uh, and very hospitable culture. Um, a culture which a lot of people are not really exposed to, you know, keep in mind, I was working there, right? So the majority of the people will, uh, of the people going to the Maldives, they're going there for vacation. That's what it's about. Right. So, uh, you know, they get off the plane, they get whisked onto a speedboat or, or a seaplane flown or, or boated <laughs> to, to their resort. Right. And, um, they don't really, uh, get to know the people. And that was, you know, something that I will always treasure. And I still, you know, uh, have, um, very interesting and very, um, deep friendships there, despite the fact that I haven't seen the folks in 10 years. Anywho, um, this was a positive example. Negative example, uh, was, you know, I, uh, uh we had this, uh, festival in the town that I lived and grew up in, uh, and it was, you know, every single fucking year, everyone would come back home from every part of the planet. <laughs> it was like, uh, I had people from my class who were living and working in Australia and even they made the, I don't know what it was, treacherous 24 hour journey to get back, you know, for this particular weekend. And so did I, right? So I was on a plane flying home, um, and, uh, sitting in my, uh, in, in, in the first class lounge in, in Dubai, I don't know where I transited from. Um, you know, smoking cigarettes and drinking whiskey and, you know, just having a dandy fucking good time, uh, came to my, uh, Hamburg airport, got my rental car, um, drove home, had a nice festival. And before the festival started, I went to see the doctor because this was, must've been somewhere in Asia. So I would notice that my axillary lymph nodes would swell up to a degree where I would have to walk around like Arnold Schwarzenegger um, for days at a time. And so I saw the doc, <laughs> the local medicine woman. Um, and, uh, she was, you know, she said, yeah, you know, could be a variety of different issues. We're going to take some blood. We're going to draw some blood and, uh, then we're going to go, um, and, uh, see what's happening with, or what's up with the blood on Tuesday, because Monday was a holiday. 
uh, always is during this festival. Just can't think of the English name really. <laughs> so anyhow, um, insane partying went on. Um, nebulous, hazy, foggy memories of that weekend exist. Uh, so it was Tuesday morning. Um, at about 11, <laughs> uh, doc calls and she never does. <laughs> it's like, we had a loose appointment Tuesday afternoon, uh, Tuesday morning at 11, she calls, she's like, uh, you need to come by. And I'm like, Whoa, <laughs> you know, this has never happened before. So, uh, I go, you know, sit in my, what was it? 120,000 Euro rental car to drive the 700 meters to her, uh, to her practice, to her office, uh, you know, park the car, get out, walk there. Um, you know, and I wasn't having anything remotely related to a fucking healthy lifestyle. You know, <laughs> I was drinking, I was smoking. Those were my two main, you know, ingredients of, uh, survival really more than anything else. Yeah. Food, you know, yeah. You pass by it, you grab it, you eat it, not really thinking about what you're doing to your body. This was in my early thirties, right? So you don't, you know, you're invincible, right? <laughs> And come to the doctor and she's like, um, you know, yeah, Hey, we need to talk about this. And I'm like, okay, you shoot, you know, I'm on a plane out of here in two days. So, uh, you know, make it worth my while. So she goes, yeah, well, okay, look, uh, I'm going to get down to the point in the worst case, you're going to have cancer. And I was like, Whoa, <laughs> that, was, that was unexpected. But luckily I think I was still, you know, was, um, riding on some rest alcohol and other substances. Uh, and so I was like, okay, you know, my first thought was, okay, you know, look me up a clinic. Uh, I think I was in Singapore at the time. Anyhow, uh, I said, you know, look me up a clinic in Singapore that can treat it. Let's, uh, you know, do some more tests while I'm here the rest of the 48 hours. And, uh, then we will go there. And my reaction was, you know, I just got hit in the fucking face with a shovel. Right. And, uh, it was like, um, I didn't realize it. It was just so far away, you know, the chance of anything like that. And I was so in the nine to five working thing. No, not nine to five, the like five to 10, <laughs> like, uh, or five to 10 PM, 5 AM to 10 PM. Um, and, uh, it, it, the thing I did, I think was posted on Facebook. It was like, life is what happens when you're busy doing other things, you know, that, uh, famous Lenin quote, I think it is not Lenin, Lenin. Uh, <laughs> so, um, and anyhow, that was, was something that, uh, you know, I didn't realize at all. Anyhow, uh, flew back, um, w went to the oncologist. He said, yeah, okay. Yeah. There's some, it's awkward, but I can't find anything, you know, so let's leave it at that. Come back in six months. And I was like, okay, fuck you too. I'm out of here. Um, you know, continued with what I was doing. And then I got on the plane, uh, and it was like, okay, something went seriously wrong here. Let's investigate. Right. And I put away my laptop for the first time ever. Right. This was, I think the time when Hamburg only had a day flight with Emirates out. Um, so it wasn't the night flight. It was a day flight. So, you know, I put away my laptop and I started contemplating like what the fuck just happened? You know, I called the purser, said, bring me a glass of champagne. I think you know, it's worth celebrating. And, um, uh, and I, for the first time ever, I really tasted the champagne, you know, it was such a reflective moment of that, that shot across the bowel could have been, you know, the terminal notice for my life. And, you know, I just went into it and a lot of things that I'm not going to bore you with now happened after that, you know, a lot of, uh, 
uh, remodeling took place in my life and eventually led to the story that I've, I think, repeatedly told here on when I decided that I'm going to quit working. And uh, that can be a negative experience. Now, um, where am I going with this? <laughs> I promised you, you know, how do you provoke such experiences, such experiences that stretch your mind to a degree where you're not going to go back to your old self, right? These can be traumatic experiences you don't necessarily want to provoke, but it's about really expanding your horizon. And I think um, on the positive example, on the first one I mentioned, it was like I saw and experienced beauty in its perfection. You know, I came out of shitty London weather and went there. That might have been in a contributing factor. But um, provoking such experiences in that you get the fuck out of your comfort zone, it's like maybe you've been in your job too long. You know, maybe it's time to resettle somewhere totally different, you know, another part of the world, um, learning to interact with new cultures. You know how fucking frustrating it can be when you make your first appointment with uh, someone in the in in, in the uh, United Arab Emirates or Saudi Arabia, and they say, "Yeah, we're gonna do like you know morning," and you're and you're anticipating them to be there at nine, and they show up at one in the afternoon, maybe, you know, if at all. That's something that you got to deal with. But it's a but these folks are made that way, right? They're born that way, and it's a cultural thing. Right, if they say in the morning can be anything up until you know the noon prayers are over, right? Um, or uh, you know, um, eating, experiencing totally different types of food in you know some fucked up part of uh, of Delhi, you know, on a on a on a food truck somewhere that you know you don't want to you don't necessarily want to call it a truck more is more like a trolley. But the food is just so fucking great, you know, with the uh, with the chaos, the traffic chaos happening around you, you know, and um, all of the different people uh, you get to interact with and everything. It is just such an amazing stretch of your mind. Uh, and I'm not talking about you know going there for two weeks of vacation or even six weeks of backpacking. I'm going. I'm talking about living there you know, living among the culture, being a part of it, you know, and um, have, if you've done that, right, once or twice, you're going to be able to pick up, in, you know, totally different signals when you actually go on vacation to another country, right? You're going to be able to, uh, you're going to be much more sensitive on how to engage with, with, uh, with people, etc. So it's, you know, insanely, insanely, insanely worth provoking such situations, right? You know, now's the time when not ever, right? It's about, you know, when this whole uh, Rona thing blows over, there's not a better chance than to, you know, kind of replan your life. You've got plenty of time now to contemplate, you know. So it's worth the advice. So uh, with that being said, uh, I think everything is said. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, with uh, with that being said, uh, I think we're gonna end the episode now. We've already, you know, again jumped the mark that we were looking to go for. 
Uh, and uh, yeah, so I hope that, what day is it? Thursday, <laughs> you have a successful rest of your Thursday. And uh, if you've already had a successful Thursday, have a good night and we'll be in touch tomorrow when we're going to extend last Friday's exercise um, a little bit, uh, you know, about um, micro habits and uh, going into drilling into a little bit more detail. Uh, so yeah, until tomorrow, uh, peace out, um, be safe, and uh, we'll be in touch tomorrow, hopefully. <laughs>